this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. I have an ache that lives deep in my womb, Lance. Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton. And I'm Madison Malone-Kircher. You're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it. Slate's podcast about internet culture. And in a little bit of IRL news, we are, in fact, going to South by Southwest. In case you're an ICYMI guy who happens to live in the Austin area or you'll be in Austin for South by like us, our show is Monday, March 14th at 2.30 local time, and we would love to see you come through. I have been threatening Rachel for um, at least a week now that I'm going to show up in a 10-gallon hat, and who wouldn't want to see that? And what you will see is me walking off the stage in Texan protest. Well, before I quit the show, we have a show to make. To do. Madison, what's on the what's on the docket today? Whew. Today on the show, we are going to be talking about an interpersonal relationship drama playing out on TikTok that absolutely should never have been broadcast to the whole wide world in the first place. Interpersonal drama indeed, because yes, that is correct. We are talking about the breakup, which at this point does not feel sufficient to cover what has happened, but is actually what happened between TikTokers Lance Sosi, aka Modern Warrior, and Chelsea Hart. Shout out to the approximate six zillion of you who emailed and DM'd us uh, requesting this topic. We love to hear from you. Hi, ICYMI guys. This is Christy from Michigan, and I'm hoping you could help me understand some TikTok drama that I came across. Um, I follow Chelsea Hart and Modern Warrior on TikTok, and um, I really like both of them as creators, but it seems like there's some sort of drama happening there. Uh, I believe they used to date at some point, and things maybe didn't end so well, um, and it's just been, there's been a lot of fallout. So yeah, if you can help me understand what's going on there, I would super appreciate it. Um, as an elder millennial at almost 34, I feel like they never know what's going on, and I appreciate you helping me to be relevant in the world. Um, Thank you so much. Love the pod. Love the puns. Hope you have a great day. I did die a little inside every time we got another email because it became clearer and clearer, Rachel, that we were going to have to unpack this story, which has gotten more layered with every passing hour and day. Uh, So we're going to do what we always do. (laughs) We're going to get in the time machine, take you back to the beginning and lay out what you need to know. We really need a time machine sound button at this point for how often we're going approximately six days in the past. What do you think a time machine sounds like? Great. Now we have a time machine sound button. (laughs) All right. Well, play that once again and listen to us go back to Wombland's. Wombland's? Wombland's. As is evident by the fact that this has been stuck in my head for about five days, that's a bop, a banger, both. My FYP has been absolutely covered in this audio and other remixes of the word Womblands. I mean, it's catchy. I'll give you that. And it is also 
quite conveniently, where this story starts. So what came to so many of us as a silly audio, what you're listening to is actually a remix of a TikTok that Chelsea Hart posted about Lance, um, is actually the origin point of a much darker story than the silly dances and memes we're watching might imply. And I do want to take a minute right here just to say that we are going to talk about sexual assault and consent on the show. So listen with caution if that's um, something that's triggering to you. After the break, we'll be back to uh, set up camp in in the Womblands. W-O-M-B-L-A-N-D-S. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let's face it, sometimes multitasking can be overwhelming. Like when your favorite podcast is playing and the person next to you is talking and your car fan is blasting, all while you're trying to find the perfect parking spot. But then again, sometimes multitasking is easy, like quoting with Progressive Insurance. They do the hard work of comparing rates so you can find a great rate that works for you, even if it's not with them. Give their nifty comparison tool a try and you might just find getting the rate and coverage you deserve is easy. All you need to do is visit Progressive's website to get a quote with all the coverages you want, like comprehensive and collision coverage or personal injury protection. Then you'll see Progressive's direct rate and their tool will provide options from other companies, all lined up and ready to compare, so it's simple to choose the rate and coverages you like. Press play on comparing auto rates. Quote at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. And we're back with this, I would say mess. Mess feels accurate of a story. <laughs> I Yeah, mess is what we'll go with. So we started with womb lands. But you should know that the words are actually womb, W-O-M-B, and lance. I have an ache that lives deep in my womb, Lance. It's easy to see how that mistake got made, I'm not going to lie. It really is. Also, I would like to say this is the most we will ever say the word womb on this podcast or in real life. (laughs) I think it's the most I've ever said the word womb. And I went to Catholic school. Shout out to uh, Lance Sosi for giving us this chance to say womb so many times. (laughs) But before we really get started, we have to explain who, who exactly is this man? Right. So... Lance Sosi is who this TikTok was originally directed at, and he's an indigenous TikTok star and activist. He has nearly three million followers. And if you've seen one of his videos, it was probably him stitching with somebody doing something racist or homophobic or transphobic or any combination of those sorts of behaviors and saying, hey, colonizer, and then promptly shutting them down. Here's an example. Hey, colonizer. I knew it would only be a matter of time until you resorted to violence. As I've proven time and time again that your arguments against the Native community have no validity. You see, another main difference between you and I is this. My masculinity is not toxic. Sosia's TikTok blow-up happened during the pandemic. He told 5280, which is a local magazine in Denver where he lives, that he downloaded the app to procrastinate during graduate school, which is the most relatable thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Who among us, really? But he found himself more and more compelled to get into the discourse. And as such, has been subject to a lot of harassment and threats on the platform because the people that he's most often replying to saying, hey, colonizer, are 
colonizers and thus a little fragile, a little snowflakey sometimes, you know? That is briefly a bit about Lance, uh, which means now it's time for a uh, a bit about Chelsea. So Chelsea Hart is also a creator on TikTok. They have over one and a half million followers. Their Instagram bio describes themselves as a comedian, but it feels fair to also call them like a content creator in general and also an activist. Hart is queer, originally from Alaska. And like I said, I feel like most of their TikToks have some sort of like social justice, activist, educational bent to them. So the other day, a man told me women should treat their men like kings. What on earth makes you think you're a king, I asked him. He did not like this. Men are meant to lead, he tells me. All right, then. Lead. Do something. See, you've never been treated like So a those are our two main characters, our players. The stage is set. Before this entire saga unfolded, I had really only seen TikToks from Sosie before this week, which is... A product of my algorithm and I hadn't really seen anything from Hart. What about you, Madison? Oh yeah, exactly the same. I've absolutely seen the Hey Colonizer TikToks. I have laughed at many a Hey Colonizer TikTok. They're very good. They really are. It's a good bit. So what I think we're getting at is like we knew one of the characters involved in this, one of the people involved. We didn't know much about them and we certainly didn't know that these two were in a relationship, which frankly... It's a fact I would have been very content to never learn or consider or have had to think about for even a millisecond. Same. And the thing is, we are joined by um, what I would describe scientifically as a gazillion people on TikTok who also now know this and also wish they, they didn't know this. Everything I've learned about Lance, who had a vasectomy, and Chelsea from the womb lands, I have learned against my will. Thank you and good night. <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Bye. See you in Austin. <laughs> no, seriously. But if there's anything the TikTok algorithm does well, it is surface and make inescapable a drama that probably just should have been text messages between two people. Which brings us back to the titular womb lands. All right, so at the beginning of March, Chelsea Hart posts a video describing their relationship with Lance, saying that they believed they were in a monogamous relationship with Lance and had told him that they were uninterested in polyamory. Side note, for what it's worth, the description of this conversation from Chelsea Hart makes it sound like they had a very abstract conversation and not the sort of um, direct, hey, Rachel, are, are, are we sleeping together and not with other people conversation? Yes. Hello, listeners, we have a new wrinkle to our relationship. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at you. It was the first name that came to mind. Anyway, so Hart says that this, what they describe as a pretty vague conversation, made them feel comfortable enough to fly to Colorado to meet Lance, where Hart says that the two had unprotected sex. So what happens next is that about a day later, it sounds like in the timeline, Hart says they found out Lance was seeing other people, not from Lance directly, but because Lance posted a TikTok with a woman. This, of course was uh, distressing information to find out on a social media platform. So Chelsea Hart then posts this video that if your algorithm has decided you want to be a part of this saga, you have probably been served. Some highlights. They say, you violated my trust. I almost want an STD test, which, yes, get one. There should be no almost. Get an STD test. Everyone get an STD test. What they also say is, please don't cancel him. Don't ruin his life. I want to give him the opportunity not to be a misogynist. So already we've got this sort of strange video where it's not quite clear what Chelsea Hart 
wants to get out of what they're saying other than clearly they already know what is going to happen to Lance as a result of posting this video on a platform where Chelsea Hart has 1.5 million followers. Yeah, it's very interesting to me to post a video in the modern parlance calling someone out and then telling your 1.5 million followers. But, you know, don't think he's a bad guy. You know, (laughs) I'm just making points. Lance posts an apology video of his own. It's now deleted, but nothing is ever gone on the internet. Uh, So here's a little bit of what that sounded like. Hello, beautiful people. I just wanted to take a second to apologize to Chelsea. I'm very sorry that our friendship has come to this. I'm very sorry for not being the effective communicator that I wanted to be. And we do, of course, want to add that this is a highly personal matter playing out on TikTok with about seven different structural power dynamics at play. And as always, we, the viewers, have not even close to 100 percent of the information about this situation. But still, I think it's fair to say that this apology is very vague and has some big, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way energy. And our our assessment of this shouldn't really be relevant because this should have been a text message. Alas, it was not just a nice white and blue (laughs) iPhone exchange, little bubbles. Uh, Instead, this brings us back to Chelsea, and arguably this is where the blow up really begins. And I, I say that sort of in vocal italics, because obviously when two people who command audiences of millions beef, there was always going to be attention. But this next video from Chelsea ups the ante. So Chelsea makes this response video to Lance's apology, and in it they are clearly very upset. I may be pregnant with your child, and you are apologizing for your communication. I have an ache that lives deep in my womb, Lance. And sometimes I just cry from my soul about it. And I sent you so many messages opening up to you about that. You knew. You knew. You fucking knew. You fucking knew. I have listened to this TikTok easily a dozen times now, and every single time I cannot believe how, like, record scratch, freeze frame. Yep, that's me. How did we get here? Like, how did we get here? (laughs) It really is stunning. Also, I really, I gotta say, the music choice is Mm -hmm. fascinating. I just feel like, and maybe this is unfair of me, maybe I'm just not used to the economy we all live in now, but if I was to film a pissed off video, I wouldn't be setting up my ring light and playing some dramatic music under it. It feels like an audition for something. I mean, that's what I would do if I wanted to get as many eyes as possible on it. Hmm? Hmm. But not comments, because they're turned off. <laughs> yeah, the comments on this video are turned off. And here's where everything explodes, and not not uh, not in the least because of the uh, just absolutely cinematic way in which Chelsea says, You fucking knew! You fucking knew! So keep that, you fucking knew, in your head. Because now another another layer is added to this onion. Another creator on TikTok named Amanda, a.k.a. Banana Marie, Post a video claiming the exact same thing happened between her and Lance that happened between Chelsea and Lance. As we've said, there are many subplots within this story. There is a vasectomy. There is um, 
well, here's a phrase, uh, miscarriage stolen valor. Just a lot. But there is one more detail that we're going to get into briefly, which is what happened to another indigenous creator at Witchy Twitchy TV. Witchy Twitchy TV's account was banned after being brigaded by TikTok users who wrongly deduced that she was the woman Lance went on a date with that Chelsea saw on TikTok. Uh, when in reality, Lance had reposted one of Witchy Twitchy TV's videos and uh, Witchy Twitchy says they've never even had a full conversation. So, you know, shout out to the TikTok sleuths out there. You got him again. Once again, you've done it. By done it, you fucked up. Chelsea posted a video calling off their followers, but by that point, it was way too late. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, Anna Marie. Um, both of you haven't responded to me today, so I thought that I would grab a ring light and a sad instrumental so that I can speak your language and maybe you'll hear me. You both posted videos, you know, telling them it's not cool to bother me. And then you proceeded to tag me and tell them to come follow me. Why would I want your followers when the harassment I'm receiving is from your community? Anna Marie, I've commented All right. multiple times on that is a lot. And that is also an abridged version. So abridged that we haven't even gotten into the meme of it all, of which there is a lot. And as Madison has said, we are a short little pod, snappy. We keep it under 30 minutes and we have more to talk about. So if you do want to see the memes of this entire thing, we're going to make a thread. Follow us over on ICYMI underscore pod on Twitter. Rachel and I are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into what the hell does all of this mean? What does it mean to lay out your most intimate moments for the world to see? What does it mean to harness a platform under the guise of protecting women, knowing full well that you are about to subject a marginalized person to the full wrath and hatred of the Internet? Was the Internet a mistake? Honestly, maybe. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, y'all, and welcome to the show. If you haven't listened before, welcome. We are so glad that you're here. And in case you missed it, yes, we make that joke every single week. We also come in on Wednesdays. This Wednesday, we talked about the Liver King. Yes, his name is the Liver King. He is a fitness influencer who wants to take us back to the ancestral lifestyle, which includes eating a lot of raw liver and maple syrup. If you're confused about that, we have most of the answers for you. Check out Wednesday's episode wherever you get your podcast. And we're back with more drama that could have been a goddamn text message, which is a joke, but it's also not. Because I don't know about you, Madison, but the overwhelming feeling I had after this week on TikTok, after researching for this episode, is I should know about this. I totally agree, especially given that the way that this came across my feed and a lot of other people's feeds was through videos that either implied or 
outright called Lance any number of things like, say, a sexual predator or videos that suggested that because he, quote unquote, denied Chelsea and Banana Marie informed consent that what transpired afterward allegedly constituted sexual assault. Those are big allegations to just be tossing around very, very candidly on TikTok. Yeah, the way in which the words informed consent and sexual assault are just being tossed around like seasoning the past week has been fascinating to observe. We are objectively in murky territory here. Yes, denying someone informed consent can in fact be sexual assault. There are laws on the books that make things like stealthing crimes, which is when you remove a condom after your partner has only agreed to protect its sex. That is objectively a scenario of denying someone informed consent that constitutes sexual assault. What Lance did was objectively shitty and definitely cheating or something adjacent, but I just do not feel in any way comfortable calling this sexual assault. I feel like we already have language for what he did, which is cheating. I feel like suggesting that this is sexual assault really isn't helpful and blurs some lines that really should not be blurred. Yeah, I just, watching all these videos, I couldn't help but think about all of the people who have experienced sexual assault and had that reality denied and how how hard survivors have to fight to be heard and believed uh, and how perhaps narratives like this one do not actually help protect the very people that Chelsea Hart purported to be, you know, acting on behalf of when posting this first video. And ultimately, I don't want to litigate this. I, that is not... That is not what I come to TikTok for. That is not what anybody in the comments saying I shouldn't know this comes to TikTok for. Plus, I do have to say that even the quote-unquote funny parts of this saga, like, look, I'm not going to lie. Was I, like, shaking my ass to the Womblands remix? Yeah. Yeah, I was. But did I watch that at certain points and think, huh, this is kind of hard to stomach as a person with a connection to sexual assault? Like, for me, it was hard not to feel... Like that video was almost mocking survivors, that remixing it was only doing more so. You know, for some people, that dark humor can be a coping mechanism, and I totally get that. But for others, it's really triggering. Yeah, I totally get that. I mean, for me, the the memes that I found the most, I don't know if funny is the right word, but appropriate, came exclusively from indigenous or native TikTok, who mm-hmm. I think were really the only ones who had the right to be making dark humor adjacent jokes about this. That's actually a good transition because we haven't yet really delved into the power dynamic here. Chelsea Hart is a white person calling out an indigenous man. Objectively, the field here isn't level. This is a a really smart TikTok from a creator at Inupiaq Potato uh, who explains precisely and very succinctly exactly why that playing field isn't level. I think we do not live in a society where marginalized men can be held fairly accountable. And what accountability looks like for marginalized men is violence. White supremacy does not care that your heart or your body was hurt. White supremacy does care in finding justifications to carry out violence. And I think that that's extremely upsetting because that means that these women cannot seek accountability without participating in violence. And this native man cannot 
be held accountable without experiencing violence. Speaking of systems, something else has been brought up over the past week in a way that I... It's giving very much support black businesses after there's a police killing is the eternal lack of coverage around stories of sexual assault and rape against indigenous women. Rachel, when you say the eternal lack of coverage, you mean how people on TikTok are now saying, no, 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 we shouldn't be talking about Chelsea and Lance. We should be talking about what happened to these people or what's happening to these women. Yes, I understand the impulse to do that, but it always just makes me feel deeply uncomfortable to witness the dynamic that currently exists where indigenous creators and stories are basically sidelined until something like this comes up in which point their stories are like either cynically weaponized to fit whatever specific narrative or kind of tossed in as an afterthought. And like, we are obviously not exempt from this. Mm -hmm. There's actually one other dynamic I want to talk about, Rachel, before we uh, say goodbye to the modern warrior drama. TikTok's algorithms have this incredible ability to make even the smallest trend or drama feel like it is the only story in the world. Have you ever experienced this where like you'll you'll be hearing an audio everywhere and then you'll get a TikTok that's like, look at how many videos there are of this audio. There's only like 25. It's just you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I, I I have experienced that a lot. And every single time it just reminds me how powerful that algorithm is. That's absolutely what is happening here with Modern Warrior and Chelsea Hart. Once you told the TikTok algorithm that you were remotely interested in seeing more content, possibly only because the Womland song was funny, that was the only content you got for a week, uh, which makes this a good time to, uh, for all of us to come together, take a breath, and remember that the person watching TikToks next to you on the bus is probably experiencing a completely different internet. All right, that's the show. We will be back in your feed on Wednesday, so definitely subscribe. It is the best way to make sure you never miss an episode. Plus, that one will be extra special because we'll be coming to you live from South by Southwest. Please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Tell your friends about us. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at ICYMI underscore pod, or you can email us at ICYMI at slate.com. Once again, a real big and genuine, yes, genuine feelings on this podcast. Who knew? Thank you to everyone who emailed us requesting we discuss this drama today. And another genuine thanks to Kevin Bendis for giving us a hand on the show this week. ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader. We're edited by Forrest Wickman and Allegra Frank. Amber Smith is senior manager of podcast audience development. And Alicia Montgomery is executive producer of Slate Podcast. See you online. Or in the womblands. Or, or in the womblands. All I wanted to talk about today was the uh, drama in the Mrs. Duchy Acrylic Cup community. But no, we had to talk about this. And that is truly all the time we have for today's show. The glitter was supposed to be light. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.